Okay, fine, I'll record the podcast. Welcome to the first episode of Shrek Attack. I am Shrek, Brandon Shrekengost, at the Real B Shrek, at all major social media platforms. If you search in the Real B Shrek and I don't pop up, that means I don't have that platform. So today on Shrek Attack, we are going to do an introduction video. Uh, it's not a video, I don't know why. I guess that's old habits. Every past podcast I've done has been a video podcast. This one just going to be audio for now, potentially video in the future. I have no plans, no script, so this will probably just go perfectly. One take, one recording. I forgot to put my phone on vibrate, and I'm not going to change that now. I'm not sure why I'm talking like this. People who know me know I have a very soft-spoken uh, voice, but I suppose I have a podcast voice, especially since this is my first podcast alone. So let's get to the meat and potatoes. What's this podcast about? First off, I'm shooting for like 20 to 30 minutes today. If I fall short of that, no big deal. I better not go long of that because I don't got the time to go longer than that. Uh, what's this podcast going to be about? Whatever the fuck I want. And in case you couldn't tell, it's probably not going to be peachy. I have the mouth of a sailor, I'm told. I will say the fuck word. I will say other swear words, damn it. I'm not going to hold back uh, unless a major publishing company wants to pick me up and tells me to calm down, which I don't foresee that happening. It'll mostly probably be about football. I will probably reference wrestling a lot. Yeah. And... You know, it's just going to be a, a fun time whenever whenever we are together. I'm going to edit as little as possible, so if I stumble over my words like I did just there, you're going to hear it. I'm a human being. I think it's important that we don't edit ourselves to sound perfectly because if you guys think I'm a perfect person, if I, if I start getting a following and they're like, oh, I'd want to be perfect like this guy, trust me, I'm not perfect. My life's not perfect. You really don't want to be like me. I'm a doing a podcast I should be talking to a therapist that's a joke I do talk to a therapist I, I, I just go off the meme where it's like yeah everybody who uh, should be talking to a therapist starts a podcast let me tell you I told Mr. Christopher Ober of Oberrated whenever he starts his podcast I will start mine well Mr. Ober has two episodes out as of this recording and I have been slacking, so here I am recording. Speaking of Christopher Ober, we will have him on the show sometime. If you aren't familiar with his work, he talks about movies. And he goes through what movies you should be watching, what movies you shouldn't be watching. He does request. If you request for him to watch a movie, I requested for him to watch Pokemon, the first movie. He will go and give his fair and honest review on it. Great guy. Great podcast. Great blog. Highly recommend you check him out. 
Now, people who don't know I'm doing this, Clinically Average Podcast, Rick and Wolfie, my old partners, maybe I'll be able to get them on sometime. Maybe I'll be able to visit their podcast sometime. Same with Overrated. I should be on Overrated sometime. I, I do believe that is in the works, but I won't talk about more than what Mr. Ober wants me to talk about. But enough about them for now. Let's talk about me and uh, let's talk about what this podcast will be about. Uh, let's start off with me. I'm a Lions fan. We're going to be talking about a lot of football. I'll go through what, I'm, what my favorite teams are in every sport real quick, and I'll, I'll give a couple favorite wrestlers, I guess. Uh, my, my Lions fan, Detroit Lions, big year for us, 6-2 and two at the bye. We'll talk about them a little bit to give you a little sample size of what, what this podcast is going to probably sound like. I do realize I stutter some. That's because I don't have a script. I'm going off the top of my head. I'm sure I'll have this cleaned up in the future whenever I have more of a plan. But I wanted to get this out here because if I don't start now, I'm just never going to start. I'm such a procrastinator. Favorite baseball team, Pittsburgh Pirates. Favorite hockey team, Pittsburgh Penguins. I am about 40 minutes north of Pittsburgh. I'm not a Steelers fan. Uh, I'm kind of indifferent about them. I kind of wish them well at this point because a lot of my friends are Steelers fans. Uh, but it's just whenever I got into football, Lions were 0-16. I was watching the Steelers. I kind of didn't care. My favorite player was Chad Johnson. And I, I just wasn't that into football. And whenever I saw the Lions start to win at the bottom of the screen because it was so fucking rare... I found myself getting excited, so I just kind of became a Lions fan kind of naturally. That's how that came about. Whenever I got into hockey and baseball, I mean, the Pirates haven't been good in forever. And uh, whenever I got into hockey, the Penguins weren't too great, so it, it was kind of natural. I don't, I don't like just entering a fan base. That's good. I have known a few people who are like, yeah, I, I love this team. Like, the Chiefs are my team. I love the Chiefs. Uh, before that, I liked the Patriots because they won all the Super Bowls. And uh, it's just exhausting. Like, I like to pick a team. I like to pick a team that uh, isn't going to do well. That way I can watch them grow and I can get excited whenever they do grow. It's a very exciting year for me seeing the team being 6-2. and two, And hopefully they get that first playoff win since 1991, the year I was born. I'm kind of convinced I'm the Lions curse, but hopefully it's broken this year. Uh, favorite wrestler, AEW Orange Cassidy would be my favorite. If I had to pick a WWE one right now, I'm, I'm just going to be a mark and say LA Knight. I think his work on the mic's great. Uh, Orange Cassidy, though, I, I've liked him since he was before in AEW. I, I love the gimmick, the I don't care gimmick, the uh, I'm not going to put any effort into this gimmick, more any more effort than I have to. Uh, his character growth has been fantastic because they took something that was never believable for a champion like this dude puts zero effort he doesn't care and they were able to uh, mold him and make him go through some meaningful feuds that grew his character now he is one of the best champions uh it, across wrestling right now not even just in AEW I, I think his reign his first reign as AEW champion despite not lasting a full did it last a full year uh, I don't think it did, but he had like a billion title defenses. I think it's more meaningful than Roman Reigns. Ding, ding. Hey, this is future Brandon coming back because he was checking out past Brandon's podcast. And I meant to say AEW International Champion. I do realize that Orange Cassidy was not the AEW Champion. 
So I just wanted to make sure you guys know that I knew what I was talking about, but I was talking fast and without a script. And I don't know how I'm going to enter this in so you know that it's a post-podcast edit. Uh, ding, ding! Uh, Roman Reigns, yeah, he has a long title defense right now. And I, I used to be part of a podcast called Head of the Table Podcast. Like, I like Roman Reigns. I like his character. And I... I was really into it in the beginning, but now it's like missionary over and over every night. It's just stale. And for those of you who don't know, that is the original Roman Reigns promo against John Cena, where he said John Cena is just stale. He's like missionary every night over and over. He wants a little bit more excitement. That's where I'm at with Roman Reigns right now. Roman Reigns is just kind of stale to me every match. He, he's more than capable of winning. He is more than capable of doing it on his own. But every match, he gets himself in some trouble. Then Solo comes out and Solo gets his ass kicked. Then, you know, somebody else runs out. Paul Heyman does a distraction. Then Jimmy Uso comes out, lands a super kick. Roman Reigns hits a spear. One, two, three. It's so boring. It's so, like, exhausting. Like, you... I, I understand this is your guy, WWE. This is the guy you've wanted all along. You've wanted him ever since Suffering Succotash. But, like, he's just... You you gotta work with us. You gotta let him win clean. Roman Reigns is a big dude. He's a monster. Let him be a fucking monster. It, build your champion tough. I don't believe he can win a match without help anymore. Because that's how you booked him for the past year. For the past year. He has just... Been unable to win a match on his own. He needs all the distraction help in the world. He needs somebody to land a super kick. Uh, where I really feel out of it. And like AEW in my opinion has been better in WWE for since it came about. As an alternative. It's new. It's fresh. It's exciting. But it, it came about and they are about wrestling. I understand the storylines in AEW. Except for the ones where they like do long term are not the best. They aren't. I'm fully aware of that. But, like, I watch wrestling for the wrestling. If I wanted to watch a soap opera, I could watch a fucking soap opera on whatever channel they're on. The soap opera channel, is that a thing? But, like, Roman Reigns was awesome. And he was getting it done. He was, he was scraping by, sure. He did some dastardly things, like handcuff uh, Kevin Owens during their feud so that he could get one over on them. And it was a rough spot, but, like, you understood it. And he did it. Pretty much on his own. I mean, Paul Heyman handed him the handcuffs, if I remember correctly. But, like, it's not Paul Heyman, like, super kicking the guy. It's, uh, it was Roman Reigns doing it all on his own. He would get a guillotine. He'd get a choke out. And he was doing it on his own. Now he needs help every single time. It's just exhausting. And it doesn't make him look tough. It does not make him look like a believable champion. It makes him look like he needs help out there. And, like, it's not the Roman Reigns that got over L.A. Knight got over on his own. And L.A. Knight was a believable contender for the championship. And I understand that they wanted to protect L.A. Knight. But they they keep putting people up, but they want to protect. And it's just not like... It's not going to hurt them if they look good in Roman Reigns. You're a champion. Your champion should be capable of beating everyone. If Roman Reigns just happened to land a lucky spear, if he just happened to catch him in the guillotine and got the pin or the, the choke out or something, that's not making LA Knight look weak. That's that's protecting him. That's protecting him. That's just Roman Reigns being the better man for the night. And then you know what? LA Knight's still in the top tier 
contender spot. It's not like it's just exhausting because Roman Reigns should not need help every match. Once in a while, sure, you put him against like Brock Lesnar or something. Like Brock Lesnar is just a monster. Yeah, that's believable. LA Knight's just a dude. He's a dude that's very over, a dude that's very hot. And could he get the win? Yeah. Would he be able to carry the company? I believe so. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's exhausting. And whenever you watch Orange Cassidy, he's out there every week defending his title. No help. No help ever. He, sure, he's gained a lot of, like, schoolboys and uh, surprise roll-ups. But the surprise roll-up is him being the better wrestler for the night. Like, it's, that's fine. That's good booking. That's good booking. The dude's beat up. He's tired. He's made it very known. He is tired. Every interview, he, they're like, how do you feel? And he's like, yeah, I'm just tired, Renee. And like, he's, but he's finding ways to win on his own. Much better reign, I believe, than Roman Reigns' title run. Anyway, that was longer and I wanted to go on about wrestling for my first uh, my first podcast. Uh, but yeah, you can expect a lot of nerding out about wrestling. You can expect a lot about football. Let's talk about football right now. There's two teams I want to talk about. The Detroit Lions, because that's my team, and the Atlanta Falcons, because that is the team of the devil. We'll get to that later. The Detroit Lions are 6-2. and two. They're doing awesome. I expected this year to be good. I expected them to make playoffs. And now I expect them to win a playoff game once they get to the playoffs. If you told me at the beginning of the year we would be 6-2, and two, and yes, I'm going to refer to the Lions as we, as I, as I am part of the fan base, I don't understand why people get upset about that. Like, you are part of the fan base. Just say we. Just say we. It'll be fine. Anyway, if you told me the Lions were going to be 6-2 and two at the bye week, I would have told you to shut up. Like, there's no way. Like, that's awesome. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I guess I expected, like, a 4-3 and three or something. I expect it to be a tough season. I, I did not expect double-digit wins at the beginning. I just thought the defense was not coming together well enough. I thought the offense was going to miss a couple beats with having new pieces. David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs... I mean, Amon Ra is awesome. They moved on to a rookie tight end, and that rookie tight end ended up being awesome. One of the uh, best picks of the draft. Jameer Gibbs coming along, looking great. Uh, Montgomery looking like everything they wanted him to be. They wanted a grinder back there. And I understand that uh, Jamal Williams was more of a grindy running back and a great leadership presence, but the dude averaged like three yards per carry, if, if that. So I understand why they let him go. And, I mean, he's a great character, but just, they got a better player in Montgomery. They got the guy they wanted. Jameer Gibbs looking awesome. He's averaging over five yards per carry in the NFL. His rookie season, that's unbelievable. Uh, Laporta averaging over 50 yards per game as a rookie tight end. Rookie tight end's notorious for taking a while to get in there. They just traded for Donovan Peoples-Jones, which at first I wasn't too excited about, but then I realized he is, like, the type of guy to fit the culture. He's from Michigan. He's gritty. So I'm sure he's going to fit in fantastically. I'm a little upset they did not go for Chase Young. A lot of people online saying Chase Young would have been too much to give up for. He went for a third. A conditional third at that. Like, I don't think that's given up too much, especially for, like, a player of that caliber. Uh, I understand. Uh, Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell... They don't want to mess with the culture. I apologize if you can hear my chair. And I've also realized I do have to edit a bit 
because I have this terrible cough right now and I do have to pause every once in a while. So if, if you hear an awkward break where it sounds like I'm just in the middle of a sentence and I, I cut off and I come back, it's because I had to stop and edit out a cough because I do have a pretty bad cough right now. But uh, anyway, Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, they don't want to mess with the culture right now. And you know what? That 6-2, and two, I trust them. I trust them to do what they got to do because they're winning right now. And they go into every game, and there's not a game they play that I don't believe they can win. I believe if they got another shot at the Ravens, despite being wrecked, they would beat the Ravens. I believe it. I believe it. They were very banged up for the Ravens. They were starting to get a little too confident, maybe. And that's fine. That's fine. Occasionally, you have to get your ass kicked. And I'd rather it happen now than later. And you know what? I hope right before the playoffs, they get their ass kicked again. A nice wake-up call right before the playoffs. Would it be cool to win out and win the Super Bowl? Hell yeah. But, like, do I believe that they should get their ass kicked right beforehand? Sure. Now let's go on and talk about the other team I want to talk about, and that's the Atlanta Falcons. Brandon, why do you want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons? They aren't an exciting team. They aren't a playoff contender. Well, they might be because of that division. They aren't, like, putting up yards. They're turning the ball over a lot. Let me tell you why I want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. It's because of one man and one man only. His name is Arthur Smith, the head coach. And you know what? I know this will never reach him. And I know... He's if it does by some miracle reach him and he hears me, he's just going to say something like, ah, a guy who has only coached a Madden doesn't know what it takes to be in the NFL. A guy who has never played a snap of football in his life outside of a flag football tournament doesn't know what it takes to be a head coach in the NFL. Let me tell you, I have watched the NFL for a long time. I've played a lot of Madden. I've called. I broadcast high school football games. I... I know football at this point. I know it. I watch it every week. I watch damn near every game every week. And a key to doing well is getting your studs the fucking ball in their hands. And you know what Arthur Smith is saying? He's saying people like B. Sean Robinson have more of an impact with the ball out of their hands, away from the play, because they're like running a distraction. Okay, well, whenever you had that ball at like first and goal, I think it was... <laughs> like one yard to go and you tried that end round Johnny Smith and it went nowhere that wasn't a like sure okay then you gave it to Tyler Algier who is a better short yard runner in the league I suppose he had a thousand yard c- campaign last year I mean sure sure you gave it to him he's not your best running back he is not your best running back B. Sean Robinson was drafted number 8 overall and the dude has been a monster with the ball in his hands. Give it to him. Give it to him. He was one of the better goal line backs in college. Why did you draft him? Why did you draft him to not use him? Kyle Pitts, one of the better tight end prospects in history. The highest drafted tight end in history, I do believe. You don't use him. During an interview, he said Kyle Pitts is sometimes the first read and I laughed because like Kyle Pitts is so overlooked in this offense because he and here's here's what it comes down to Arthur Smith hates fantasy football so to get at fantasy football players he uses almost exclusively his backups you like you can't convince me this is not his game plan we're going to use our backups we aren't going to use our best players because fuck fantasy football and I tell you what that's not a winning formula that's not a winning formula if you want like 
if a head coach came out and he was like, yeah, dude, so this person's like the top fantasy scorer all year. We got to get the ball in his hands because he clearly makes plays happen. I believe he's a better coach than Arthur Smith. Anybody who's like, yeah, fuck fantasy football. Like, you're just going out of your way to, like, it's it's a bad excuse. It's a bad excuse. We don't care about fantasy football, and that's why we lost. What kind of excuse is that? You didn't get your best players the ball. Like, any sport, any sport. I played I played soccer back in the day, and you know what we tried to do? We tried to get the ball in the at the feet of our best players. We tried to get the ball at the feet of the people who could score goals. We tried to get the ball at the feet of the people who could make plays. Baseball, it's a little different, but like your pitcher, you want you want to be somebody who can like just blow by dudes. Like you set your batting lineup in order of people that you want hit based off certain things. Basketball, LeBron James for a long time, Michael Jordan for a long time. What was the game plan? Get them the fucking ball and let them do the work. Like this isn't. It's not a hard formula. Any sport, get your stud the ball. Arthur Smith refuses to because he hates fantasy football. And I tell you what, if I see any other coach uh, do this, yeah, I'll call them out too. I'll call them out too. So we just hit the 20-minute mark. And, I mean, we're a little bit past 20 minutes. We're more, we're closer to 21 minutes at this point. And I've learned stuff. I hope you've learned stuff. And, like, I've learned that I'm going to start drawing down some, some pointers, a little uh, bullet list of things I want to talk about. That way I don't stray away from uh, what I want to talk about because I know I am very good. I am notorious for telling a story, hitting like 18 different points in that story, and coming back and never finishing the story. We're going to clean that up. Post-edit alert again. I've also learned that I'm not going to keep my phone on the desk because you can hear every vibration. So that won't happen in the future. I apologize. And edit alert. This has, I wanted the intro experience to be just, I just wanted it to flow. Whatever I wanted to say, whatever I wanted to talk about, I just wanted it to flow. I came in with no real plan. It was really, let's get this podcast off the ground. Because if I don't start now, I won't start. I know how I am. I know I'm a procrastinator. But we do have some things to talk about right before I wrap up. And I think I will wrap up by the 25 minute mark, hopefully. And then I'll hit the outro music that we do have Sometimes that royalty-free music just fucking hits, dude. And I think I picked a banger for the intro and outro. Let me know what you think if you hear this. Let's talk about upload times. My goal is to record these on Thursday. As I am recording this, I have no idea how I plan on getting it out to Spotify, Apple, you know, any whatever Google podcasts, whatever you listen to your podcast to. I have no idea that's the research i'm about to this is how unprepared i was that's the research i'm about to go do so i'm recording this on thursday november 9th this will be the first episode i'm going to get it out sometime over this weekend the reason i want to record on thursdays is because my weekend consists of thursday friday saturday on on a normal week now next week i do work on thursday but i am going to try to wake up Thursday morning before work. I don't work until 2 in the afternoon. And I'm going to try to record a podcast. We will probably... We are in the middle of football season. Literally yesterday was the halfway mark of football season this year. Uh, according to a YouTube video I watched. And I'm just going to trust that they were right. And and uh, go with that. 
go with that. It was actually Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee said that. So Pat McAfee's wrong. Go after him. I trust him though. Grew up like an hour away from where I live. So we are going to try to record on Thursday. We're probably going to talk a lot about football, especially during football season. I imagine we talk a bit about wrestling if something exciting happens. If something happens out in the world that just needs talked about, we'll talk about it. Probably not too much politics. I'm not a big politic person. It just pisses me off. We'll try to get some guests. We'll get some coordinations going on. We'll see. We'll see what all we can do. I mean, we can... Uh, oh, oh, I'm a big gamer. We'll talk video games. Unfortunately, like... I would love to talk about Phasmophobia right now because I think ever since its update, it became a very fun game. But spooky season is kind of over, so we'll uh, we'll revisit that. I might talk about it. Who knows? Um, eventually might get some video. Eventually might get some... I, I don't think I'll stream. I don't think my internet computer situation is good enough for streaming right now, but we'll get some uh, YouTube going, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, basically I'm at this part of my life where I'm 32 and I don't know what the fuck I want to do. And I, I just, here, here we are. We're, we're doing a podcast by ourselves. That's, that's where we are. You know, um, let me know what you think. I have to go back and listen to this and make sure I didn't miss any coughs, but that's my problem. Not your problem. I do appreciate it. If you made it to this point, listening the whole way, I don't know if you have to leave a like and subscribe or any of that stuff. So I'll just say, leave a like and subscribe if you do so please. If not, tell me to fuck off. I it's it is what it is. I'm doing this because I need a little more in my life. <laughs> I, I was gonna say structured, but I don't think this is gonna be too well structured. At least not right away. And I I honestly I do appreciate whoever took the time to listen to this. I, I can't emphasize that enough. And if you want me to talk about something and you know how to get hold of me, please do. Like I said, social media, every social media, the real B Shrek. That's the real, all one word, B S T H R E C, just like in the podcast title, Shrek Attack. Now, this is what I've done in every single one of the podcasts I've been part of, and I'm keeping my own outro, damn it. Hit the fucking music. Yeah.